Hello and welcome to the MTP Connect podcast. We are in Brisbane today at the Translational Research Institute, or TRI. And Charles Ross from Vaxis is with us, as is Michelle Richards from the TRI. Hello to you both. Hi. Hello. We're here to talk about your project, which we support through the Growth Centre Initiative, which is a manufacturing skills development and uh, training facility here at the TRI. You can tell me more about it, Michelle. Um, So we have a facility at TRI that's um, purpose-built for um, small-scale manufacturing. This is really for our um, startups that are located in TRI. Those startups have come out of research projects from our partner universities such as UQ, QUT, um, MARTA and Queensland Health. And one of the gaps in the market for those um, startups is that they didn't have access to clean room facilities or laboratory facilities where they could take products to the market. So they need small scale manufacturing. And the second thing they need is skilled um, staff to do that manufacturing when their projects are ready at that point. So we partnered with Vaxis, one of our um, startup companies in TRI and um, put together the MTP project so that we could start to provide some of that infrastructure for those companies. Um, Charles can give a little bit more information on what that involves. Um, In fact we're going to go on a tour in a minute Charles but just give us an overview of what what you've got here. Yes what we've got here you know the the, the TRI is an ideal facility for translating you know from, from bench to bedside that's the whole idea of it and Vaxis is a bit of a poster child in the industry. It came out of the University of Queensland. My first job at Vaxis was to, was to find a place outside of the university where we had um, clean rooms available, lab space available, um, access to core facilities and, and office space. And um, I searched, well, a little, bit, well, a little bit of Australia, a little bit of the world, and the TRI was the only place that we came to that, you know, that ticked all the boxes there. And it happens to be, you know, just across the river from the university. So... That was nice and easy. What we sort of found when we got here was that there are five really nice clean rooms there and they hadn't been used and that was ideal for Vaxxas. So we set up a whole quality management system around them and got these clean rooms up and running. What we then found when we dug a little bit deeper was that the original design of those clean rooms was a little bit under spec in terms of where where we wanted to go. So as Michelle said, we worked together and worked with MTP Connect to to get this project up and running. And the the three main parts of the project was an upgrade to the HVAC, the heating, ventilation and air conditioning system to make it in compliance with the codes of GMP. We're also procuring a state-of-the-art isolator, which is a a containment type, um, an aseptic processing machine. We're procuring that from Italy. And also we needed a GMP autoclave in that area as well. So they're the three main things. There's lots of other things, particle counters, active air samplers, um, integrity testers, all these things that you need for for a clean room manufacturing suite. So what we have now is this super flexible, super accessible, facility there which will have the the QMS provided by Vaxis which will be turned into templates for the TRI so people can come in they can use these templates use this facility and manufacture their early stage clinical trial product um, the big thing they're missing would be trained staff to work in the, in this production suite so the other part to the project is a hands-on competency-based training system, a training facility where you have access to these autoclaves, these isolators, clean rooms, aseptic processing. 
these staff coming out of you know, academia, out of the universities, out of the TRI, we will train them up um, internally at the facility, hands-on, and then these people can be sort of a pool of staff that when commercial entities come in, they can use this pool of staff to, to manufacture their product. So hopefully it'll be sort of fairly self-generating, um, but yeah, very exciting times. There, there is no other facility in Australia which has this type of clean rooms and this flexibility of clean rooms, but also clean rooms that are that accessible. So, so you're looking around Australia and you're looking kind of around the world as well, and the solution was across the river here in Brisbane. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it's a pretty much a couple of stone throws and you're, and you're here. So look, it's very handy and it's, you know, we still do a lot of, have a lot of affiliations with the university. We have a lot of affiliations now with the hospital. So in terms of a hub, you know, this is an ideal place, you know, if you want to translate your product. So that, that says a lot about the TRI, doesn't it, Michelle? That I mean, you, it's about uh, bench to bedside and, and translation that's in the name that the facility supports this sort of innovation. Yeah, so TRI really was set up from the ground for translation. So it was always envisaged to have um, researchers in the building that were at that edge of translation where they were moving into product development, they were moving into commercialisation. And putting TRI on a campus like this where you've got it integrated with the hospital next door, having um, commercial groups behind TRI, so we've got Pathion Biologics doing large-scale manufacture behind us as well, um, having that ecosystem allows those researchers to actually utilise that translational pathway and they know what the next step is. So when they leave the university and they have a product and they get their first lot of funding, then we've got space for them. So that's been a real um, problem in previous settings. They, they've had to go to either a larger area or um, some commercial areas that aren't well connected with the hospitals and the universities. And they still think need things like um, core facilities and access to clinicians and clinical trial facilities. So here, they can take that product down to the clean rooms, they can produce it, they can then take that across to our clinical trials facility in the hospital, perform their clinical trials. If they don't have experience in that, we have people that can help them do that. Mm. So TRI has translational trials team that will help them write ethics applications and help them with that whole process so they don't have to do everything from the ground up. Same with the QMS system from Vaxis. If they want to come into a clean room, instead of having to spend the first two years um, writing a quality system for their product, we can give them the templates and sort of push them along that pathway. And that's really what we're about here at TRI, trying to actually reduce the time it takes in that pathway and giving um, the researchers everything they need along the steps so that we've got better health outcomes out the other side. I can tell you're ambitious for this project, uh, Charles. What, what do you think it brings to the, to the overarching ecosystem in Queensland and, I guess, broader uh, in Australia? I think, as I sort of said before, it's, it's a unique facility. You know, there's a lot of push these days. You know, I think an MTP does a really good job of this, of promoting this, is with the, with the CTN route for, you know, phase one clinical studies, with the R&D tax incentive, you know, Australia should be you know, absolutely buzzing with clinical trials from all over the world. And perhaps one of the one of the areas that's slightly missing is, you know, this early stage clinical trial manufacturing facility. And to me, this is all about, it's about um, accessibility. You know, there are five clean rooms sitting there at the moment, ready to go. All you pretty much need to do is come in, tailor the documentation to what you're doing. You've got the staff on hand um, and, and off it goes. Um, 
the other side of it, the training side of it, I think that's, that's also, you know, potentially international, you know, having access to isolators, um, having access to autoclaves, having access to operating pharmaceutical facilities, it, you don't really get that, you know, no one's really going to let, you know, a bunch of students and things come into their, you know, their high-end manufacturing facility. So I think there's a lot of push these days for academia and industry to get involved. And, you know, I think that's really where the TRI and, and um, VAXIS are working uh, together really well. So flexibility is a, is, a, is a message that I'm hearing in the discussion today. Uh, uh, products being produced, but, but teaching opportunities are as well in these uh, GMP conditions. Yeah, so where our facility fits is sort of in between an academic facility and a contract manufacturing facility. It's got the flexibility for people to be able to do research and development in a GMP facility, as well as actually do production of products for the clinic in that facility. So they can go through um, the stages of development through to actual, actually licensing a product in the same facility. And we have examples of that. So Vaxis is, might be in one room of the clean room facility doing products for phase one, phase two clinical trials. And then we could have students in the room next door learning hands-on how to use an isolator for uh, vaccine production. It also has that flexibility of being able to be used for anything from medical devices um, to cellular therapies uh, to gene therapy. Uh, basically, those clean rooms are available for whatever the startups are going to bring for us. Well, Charles, I think you should uh, at this point show us around your, your facility. Sure, love to. Okay, so where are we now, Michelle? Um, we're at level three of TRI, which is the uh, commercial startup area. So we have a number of um, modular labs in here and our clean room um, facility that has uh, currently six startups um, in the space. It's completely full. Uh, these startups have quite a, quite a big um, growth potential, so they tend to expand um, as they're doing well. Um, and they go from the laboratory section and um, into the clean room section when they're going to produce uh, something for clinic clinical use. So we're about to take you into the, um, the MTP project clean rooms so we can have a look at um, some of the changes we've made there. Okay, Charles, where are we at? So I suppose this is the start of the clean room. So this is the sort of the main main change lock. So we do all kinds of uh, gowning here. So we can gown up full aseptically. So we have all the gowns in place. We have all the supply agreements with the um, gowning suppliers in place. Um, so here you can pretty much gown up for um, sort of uh, grade A, B, C, grade D processing, depending on whether it's medical device, diagnostic, you know, aseptic, depending on, on the product that you need. But everything's here, all, all available for all the gowning. So as you can see, uh, it, behind us at the moment is where the GMP autoclave is going to go. And there's a bank of clean rooms here. There's, uh, they're all PC2 rated. Um, in terms of uh, containment side of things, and there's a PC3 laboratory up the far end. So you can see at the moment the majority of them are empty. Uh, this first one here is where the isolator's um, going to go, so this will be uh, nice and accessible. People can view it from the outside so they can see it in operation. They can also uh, review more of the internals of the machine from the change lock next door. So 
This will be sort of our, our main isolator room. The isolator at the moment, we've just finished the factory acceptance test. Um, it should pretty much be on the boat now and installed in the next, in the next few months. Um, further down, you can see these are two of the clean rooms that Vaxxas use at the moment. So we have a grade C ISO 7 uh, clean room where we do our sort of component assembly. And also at the end here, we have um, our, our aseptic uh, clean room. So at the moment, this has got an open RAB systems for those of you that know what that is. Um, it's an aseptic processing, sterile processing environment, um, very similar to the isolator that's going in, but obviously a much larger scale. So. This is where we do all our aseptic work. You can see we've got now terminal HEPA filters in all of the clean rooms. So our level of GMP you know, is very high and um, in conformance with the PICS codes, um, you know, we run at a very high standard and the facility um, is really manufactured well to suit um, all kinds of production activities. So, so what sort of products are you producing? So we produce um, vaccines. So we take vaccines from um, sort of the top three or four vaccine manufacturers in the world. We apply it to our novel device, which is kind of, uh, it's a needle-free vaccine delivery device. So instead of getting a, an intramuscular vaccine, like you do your flu vax um, every year, our product is a very simple, easy to use, uh, less threatening product. So we do that here, and because we can't terminally sterilize the product, we have to make it aseptically, which is kind of the, the, the highest risk, um, most tricky sort of part of pharmaceutical manufacturing. And, you know, everything's working as you would want it to work? I, I hope so, yeah, <laughs> but most definitely. No, so we, at the moment, we're not in manufacturing, but uh, we have a big program with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and we're looking at taking in a measles rubella vaccine, uh, another phase one, in conjunction with the TRI towards the end of, end of next year. How is it working with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation? Yeah, look, it's a great project. Um, it's a, it's a program which is not only good for Vaxxas, but it's also got that, that good feeling. We do a lot of work with Medicine Song Frontiers, um, and we do a lot of work with the WHO. It's one of these, it's not so much of a commercially driven project, but more the, the concept that, you know, a lot of kids die um, every day because of measles and rubella, and the opportunity with using our product to eradicate the disease from the world is, um, that's a good thing. So, so you would have to have, I would imagine, the highest possible standards for Bill and Melinda Gates to back what you're doing. Yeah, most definitely. It has to be sort of state of the art. Otherwise, you know, we, we wouldn't be a part of that program. So, as I said, that's, that's sort of part of what we have. You need a good facility. It needs to be sort of a little bit differentiated from a university, I believe, because it sort of gives you a bit more of a standalone uh, feel to the company. You need the facilities, you need the quality systems, um, you need to have all these things in place, you know, if you want to make um, any type of aseptic vaccine anywhere in the world, you need to have a very high standard of, of facility and documentation. That's brilliant. Well, thanks for uh, showing us around. And guess who's just walked into the facility? It's our CEO and Managing Director, Dan Grant. Hello, Dan. Hi, Stuart. How are you? <laughs> uh, listen, I'm, uh, it's, it's great to be here and, and see the facilities. Uh, perhaps Charles and Michelle could tell us a little bit more about the types of other projects that will come in here and and you've talked about flexibility you know we see access here how long do companies stay here what are the opportunities for other companies to come in what's the capacity um, so we really have um, an open time frame for companies that come in so depending on the product that they're doing and their development timelines they could be here anything from um, three years through to um, seven to ten years 
Uh, at the moment, uh, Vaxis has been here for a little over four years and our newest company has just been here for six months. So um, we've got no capacity at the moment for expansion of um, basic companies, but we do have clean room capacity. So some of those companies that we have in-house at the moment aren't yet up to the clinical manufacturing step. They're still in proof of concept or uh, research and development steps, and they're expected to move into the clean rooms when their projects get more mature. Um, in the meantime, projects that aren't in TRI can come here and start to make use of the clean room facilities. Um, again, we've got that balance between using the facilities for production and using them for training. So the more companies we have here doing different production techniques, the more we can tailor the training to suit those techniques. That's a, um, that's a real gap in the market at the moment. So when most companies and startups need to do production, they need to rapidly increase their staff base um, to get to GMP quality production. And um, those staff mainly come from in-house at the moment. We run seminars here and the staff that are interested in getting some experience and something to put on their CV in GMP manufacture and in commercial operations, they're really quite excited to be able to come and learn in a facility where they can do hands-on work. There's lots of um, other groups and even some MTP supporter groups like the Bridge and Bridge Tech um, group where they're doing a lot of that learning about the commercialisation pathway and then that can slot in nicely with actually coming into a physical facility, seeing other companies doing production runs and learning how to use and operate the facilities and the machines and the quality management systems that are essential for that product to be of such high quality. Well, that's, that's fantastic. I mean, it's really good to hear that that you're linking in with Bridge and Bridge Tech and that, that a lot of the programs we've funded are, are sort of linking up again and, and really building that ecosystem. I see there's a bit of there's a bit of empty space here at the moment for some new equipment that's coming in. When do you think the, the facility is going to be complete, completely kitted out and ready to go? Um, so we're heading for a launch in October. Um, two of the largest bits of equipment um, are basically on their way to Australia at the moment. Once they come into the facility, they'll have to go through some strict um, commissioning and then training of our um, staff in conjunction with some of our startups that will be ready to use that equipment. So once that's in and operational and we have the quality management systems around it, we'll be able to open up for training. So hopefully we'll run our first um, training course by November, December this year. Fantastic. We look forward to coming back in November and, and seeing the full, um, full system up and running. Well, Charles, thanks for uh, showing us around. That was great. Um, when all of the equipment arrives and you know, we get to October, November, what have, what have you got in mind? What have you got planned? Yeah, well, as I mentioned, we're, we're sort of champing at the bit, really, to, to get this equipment installed. We have so many inquiries at the moment. You know, we have probably four or five different people talking about access to these clean rooms at the moment. And they've visited the clean rooms. There are you know, four of the five clean rooms are sitting there empty at the moment and ready to go. So really, uh, what we want to do is get this equipment in, and then it'll just be all about marketing. That's where MTP Connect is going to do some good marketing for us, no doubt. Um, but yeah, it's about uh, just getting it out there. It makes sense. It's accessible. Uh, it's great for training people. You know, TGA really want hands-on training these days instead of just doing GMP courses online. This is what this facility offers. With the CTN and the R&D tax incentive, you know, this is a, it's a fantastic opportunity. And yeah, we just really can't wait to, to market it, mm. get it out there. 
And, and if we've piqued interest from anyone who's, you know, wanting to access these facilities, how is that working? How, how accessible are they? Um, we're really open to anyone that's doing translational research to come and develop their products in the facilities. So whether it's a development run, whether it's some R&D work, um, those facilities, like Charles said, they're open for three-month, one-month blocks. People can come in, do what they need to do in the clean rooms, and then in the interim we can be training people on the equipment in, the, in those same clean rooms as well. So they just need to contact us on the TRI website and happy to help with any inquiries from startups. As simple as that. Well, guys, thanks uh, so much for spending time with us today and joining us on the podcast. Pleasure. Thanks. Thanks, Stuart.